0: Welcome to Mom an honest discussion about the beauty and the burden of motherhood. I'm Emily and I'm Beth,
1: and we hope these next few minutes encourage, inspire, and remind you that we are all in this together. This is Mom a Fort Worth Moms production. Today's episode is brought to you by Great Hearts Prairie View. Great Hearts Prairie View is a new, classic, liberal arts charter school opening up in North Fort Worth. Episode 76, What We Wish We Knew About the College Age Years.
0: Hello, Momfessions listeners. This is Emily, and I am hanging out again with my friend Beth. Beth, how are you? Uh, well, I
1: am... You know, in my closet across town, and you are in your closet, uh, mm-hmm. thanks to. It's the best place to record. Yes, that which shall not be named. So we are. I
0: wonder how many episodes we have in the stockpile of the last two years where we mention how COVID has impacted our ability to record in person, whether we have to, you know change locations, reschedule days. Mm-hmm. Um, but here we are again. I am just recovering from COVID, fresh with a negative test. Mm-hmm. And your family is just like getting started. Yeah.
1: Lucky us. Yeah. Lucky I us. Know. I we were just talking about how many times my family has had COVID and like we we've been cautious We've done all the things, Mm -hmm. but man, it is, we are, we are just a little cesspool over here.
0: So (laughs) you're, you're just blessed with like that kind of genetic makeup that is easily susceptible. (laughs) What is crazy is that my husband, I, I've had COVID twice. Each child has had COVID once And in all of the situations he has had close, unmasked, sustained contact with us, he's never had it, and yet he has never had COVID.
1: Okay, he but but because of his job, I feel like he's got some kind of super immunity. Like, the dude could probably kiss somebody with Ebola and be fine. Oh, saying that. No,
0: no. We do not want Ebola. (laughs) No, no, no. No. Um, That's wild. We're sending him off to the CDC for testing. Yes. Maybe (laughs) he has what we all need. (laughs) Yes. Okay. That was a big side. Yes. Side. Yes. Story there. So we're actually today not talking about COVID, even though it separated us yet again. (laughs) We are talking about a different kind of separation. Look how I made that segue. Uh-huh. We are talking about parenting kiddos who are entering the college years, or even if your kiddo might not be attending college, per se, entering those late teen, early early 20s, like those real first years of young adulthood. Mm-hmm. And this is not where our
1: kids are <laughs> not so I, not I want to say not even close
0: oh we are close but yeah.
1: we're closer than we want to admit oh. but far enough away that like it feels like a whole different universe so
0: well we are more than halfway there mhm yeah mm-hmm. which is insane <laughs> anyways so we are going to hear from other Listeners who have more experience than you and I do for some of their very best tips about handling um, and just that shift in parenting when you have kids in those young adult years. If y'all have listened to the episode on the high school years, I actually talked about the relationship that we have um, with my niece. And she like we became kind of her surrogate parents during her high school years, which also means we were really involved and that involvement grew exponentially when she started college. So while the children that are living and growing up in my home are not at that point yet, I have walked through four years of college trying to guide a young adult which i would like to uh, put a positive spin on it but this is mom (laughs) fashions where we often talk (laughs) about the hard things so for me i think the toughest part of parenting a young adult was maybe kind of the internal dialogue or internal worrying that I did. It can sometimes just be like all-consuming because you have much less control about their choices. And it's hard not to like, or at least for me, it was hard not to try to forecast predict what this choice or that choice was going to lead to, because you just so want them to launch well, Mm -hmm. to do the best that they can to, to have as good of a foundation as they can in these early years. And, you know, there's a lot of distractions that can come during those years that can kind of pull kids one way or another. Mm hmm also i think i realized that it was the years in my home that i had to work on character building because once there is some independence and kind of off on your own even if it is just in a college setting or if they just you know start making those transitions to adulthood that like the char- character building of knowing what the right choice is, making, you know, choices in tough situations, like just having good character mm-hmm. is like, it's kind of like your time's up <laughs> after that. <laughs> um, because they it's like they're going to be the person they want to be and they're going to make their choices, right? And so have have you tried to guide them kind of in being a quote unquote, good person, a good citizen. But then your parenting really switches more to, at least in my experiencing, guiding them in learning to manage their lives. So it's a lot of like, it's a lot of guiding about making the budget and like here are health insurance questions from your new job like you know she didn't know all that stuff or like so it's just like those elements of daily life you do a lot a lot a lot of guiding through those you know all those ins and outs of being adult and kind of transitioning into all that
1: I imagine it's very very hard to Uh, Allow your children to go off and, you know, make their mistakes and that kind of thing. Um, But I remember when I was in college, I was probably well into it, probably a junior. And I was, you know, I was working to provide, you know, groceries and stuff like that. Everything else was still pretty well paid for. But um, I was just I was down to literally nothing and I <laughs> I remember like pulling out whatever I had in the freezer and cooking it and realizing like it had already gone bad like I was it was that bad and yeah. um and just letting go of my pride and calling my dad and just saying like and I remember just crying and I was like I just ate spoiled beef like uh and I was just yeah you know and and he didn't lecture me he didn't you know ask me where my money went or anything like that he just got in the car and he drove and he took me to Walmart and he bought me groceries and he took me back Mm -hmm. to my apartment and you know and it was just this sweet moment of like knowing what it felt like to be caught, you know, and to be held Mm -hmm. and, and that it was okay. You know, it's, it's similar to what we do when our kids are learning to walk, you know, or learning Mm -hmm. to potty train. Like we, we are still there to kind of scoop them up and give them a little boost and send them on their way, you know, Mm -hmm. and he, and he did that for me and it was very, um, It was very impactful, I think, for me to be able to hit for my life at that time, what was the bottom and Mm -hmm. to know that I had somebody I could call and that would that would be there. You know,
0: Um, it's it's definitely the balance of because you are still parenting them with the goal of them being functional, productive, responsible, independent adults. Yes. You're still doing that, but it takes a bit of a shift. And so you kind of have to balance the, like, what mistakes do you let the full, like, do Mm -hmm. they feel the full impact? Because sometimes that needs to happen. Like where, Like, can you identify when maybe they're past their point Mm -hmm. and a lecture is not going to be helpful? It's not going to achieve the goal you want. You know, it's kind of that. And I've been in this situation of both, Mm -hmm. like with my niece, like learning that back and forth of trying to cultivate the independence in her, Mm -hmm. but not crushing her. Yes. When she makes a mistake. I imagine, too, that there is kind
1: of this, you know, had I been constantly needing help, constantly blowing money or unwilling to work or not keeping up with grades, you know, like if there was a pattern of behavior, it would have been enabling for them to Mm -hmm. just come in and rescue me every time to have to be able to to read that and to understand that and to take a step back when um, it's necessary I imagine Mm -hmm. hard it's harder to parent an adult child than it is (laughs) a toddler so I I'm interested to hear what these other moms say who are doing it because that that's my viewpoint is I feel like it it will be harder in a lot of ways
0: no, but don't you think when you get to that point, though, you'll be ready for that season? I mean, yeah. not that you're going to know everything right or wrong, but it'll be like the next right thing to do. You oh, know, yeah. like it'll feel like yeah. the next step and it won't feel, you won't feel as ill ill prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I. then it seems like unimaginable to us now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because I like there are nights even now you know, where it feels like when it feels like the rest of the world is like on the verge of explosion. Right. Right. That I'm trying to fall asleep and the worries and the anxieties are just rolling around in my head. And I can sit there and I can say, okay, all of my children are in their beds where they need Mm -hmm. to be. I know where they are. I tucked them in myself. I can just take this tiny little bubble of my world and know like, we are OK and I can sleep, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But when you're a mom of adult children, <laughs> you didn't tuck them into bed. You didn't, you know, you maybe, you'll, maybe didn't talk to them on the phone that week. like Right. So you'll work that out when you get there. I'll get some other coping <laughs> mechanisms, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, but yes. yeah, it do, like the separation does seem hard, though I imagine yeah. by that point it is it's a good thing you know it's something you're both ready for i
0: imagine it will be and and that's an aspect of it i haven't experienced Mm -hmm. um because bailey was never in our home full time yeah so it's there is a difference in the children that i you know will have raised until they're 18 or 19 Mm -hmm. and then they're absent in my house you know that would definitely i think take a big adjustment From other friends that I've talked to, that first year is really tough on parents, Mm -hmm. Um, especially like I, I talked to someone actually in May. It was his daughter's first year of college, and he said it took him really to like halfway through the second semester to realize and like accept, okay, she's got this. She can do it. Like she had some really hard challenges, but she figured it out and she can do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's that kind of waiting and seeing how well they're going to fly, you know? (laughs) And then I think you can kind of ease up a little bit when you see that they are flying a little.
1: Okay, let's take a quick break to hear more about our sponsor, Great Hearts Prairie View. If you are wanting the many benefits of a public school for your kids, such as no tuition and a broad diversity of local families, but you're wishing for a more challenging and ennobling curriculum, Great Hearts Academies is opening a new charter school in the Fort Worth-Keller area this fall. You can find more information at prairieview.greatheartsamerica.org. I have, and my husband and I both have, worked with um, college-age students for many years through the church. And a lot of what I see is, um, from their perspective, one, from their perspective, it is always weird to go home for all of those breaks. Because suddenly, even if you leave their room exactly how they left it,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's not the same. Like no, you become are, a visitor, you become yeah. a visitor, and so that would be something I would want to relay from that side of it. But also, that especially that first year or those first two years, those are the times when they are having to decide for themselves what they believe about the world, and right. is it the same as mom and dad always taught them? Or do they believe something else? And that may be spiritual. It may be political. It may just be worldview in general. You know, yeah. um, and and those are hard things to wrestle with. But mm-hmm. I imagine as a parent, um, you know, I hope that I'll be able to have those conversations with my girls as they face them simply out of a pattern of us being able to have conversations throughout their lives but yeah I'm interested from a parent's point of view how those things go
0: so I mean that's why it's so important I think to relationship over restrictions Mm -hmm. more in those teen years not that of course you have non-negotiables but that relationship's going to be really important Mm -hmm. like you want that relationship Mm -hmm. in those young 20s And that's sort of what I meant when I was, like, talking about having to sort of guide and coach them through the new dynamics Mm -hmm. of family. Mm -hmm. And I don't think any parent is, like, you know when they come back home it's going to be different. Like, You know, for those of us who've already experienced, I mean, we know that it's almost like you got to kind of coach them through that. Mm -hmm. And then what they have to and then coaching them through that they're responsible for building their own independent relationships with their grandparents or their siblings or their aunts and uncles and cousins like that doesn't become something that. I manage your control. If you want those relationships, you have to start investing in them like an adult. And that can be uh, really tricky when you are very self-absorbed <laughs> in those. And I mean, in like in some ways, rightly so. You're figuring all these things out. You're making all these decisions about your own life and your own self. Okay, well, I'm excited to hear from
1: these other moms who can just prepare us for the future.
2: (laughs) Their best tips. (laughs) Yes. Hi, this is Christy. My one piece of advice to parents of college students is don't be a helicopter parent. Be a guider. Let them figure out some things on their own.
3: My advice to parents of older teens and early 20-somethings would be to just trust the process. Um, I remember uh, with my oldest child that the ages from like 12 or 13 until probably the age of 17 or so, they were kind of fraught. Um, It's totally developmentally appropriate during that time period for them to be trying to establish themselves as a separate person and trying different things. And, you know... um, There was a lot of friction there, a lot of pushback, uh, a lot of questioning the things that I asked them to do and trying to do things their own way. And um, I remember many times thinking to myself, like, I don't know that I'm having an impact on this person that I'm parenting at all. Um, And so I have five kids. My oldest is now 20. And then I've got a couple teens that are just beginning that difficult phase and a couple tweens that are approaching it and um, I couldn't be more proud of my 20-year-old. He is working two jobs. He is paying his way through community college. Um, He's so responsible. He's just gotten into his first serious relationship, and it seems to be going really well. He's not, like, rushing into anything. Um, He votes (laughs) without me having to remind him, which is huge for me, and uh When his little sister came home from her long summer visit, he came over and surprised her with a snow cone. So I couldn't be more proud of him.
2: My name is Angie, and this is my advice. Just keep the love and support strong and make sure that your goal is to be a landing pad. You've already done your years of launching, launching them into adulthood, Um, But now you've got to be a landing pad, a place where they come when they need safety and security. They need guidance and direction. They need help when they're in trouble. That's where we focus our energies and making sure that we don't do anything to sort of undermine that or undercut that. That's the best thing you can do for kids at this age.
4: Hi, this is Heather Enright, and I'm a writer for Fort Worth Moms. When it comes to parenting college kids or young adults, I think it actually begins from the very beginning because you're always parenting to work yourself out of a job and launch your kids out on their own. Elementary ages is a time to let your kids do their own schoolwork and manage their own assignments, have them contribute to the household by giving them chores, and in middle school you begin to let your kids have chances to practice decision making, allow for natural consequences like when they forget an item at home, don't bail them out have clear expectations and discipline your kids accordingly and let them start doing tasks independently. We started letting our kids in middle school do their own laundry and help to contribute to meal planning and cooking meals. They also were expected to pack their own lunches and do other things like that. And in high school, my husband and I began to loosen the lead more and more and have them practicing for when they didn't live at home. When our kids became college and young adult age, we began to work together with open communication to try to set precedents because this is the longest season of mothering. I also think it's important to not be jealous of their other relationships or to guilt trip them and don't expect them to act or do like you did at their age.
2: Hi, I'm Rocky Para from Pensacola Mom Collective. My top tip for raising teenagers, and young adults is to always be there to listen. Have open door, open communication policy. Let them know that they can come to you with anything, and you'll deal with consequences later. Let them know if they've made a misstep or a poor choice. You're there to help them navigate the consequences. There's so much pressure on Teenagers and young adults to be enough for the world, to look right, to speak right, to have the right social media presence. But they are enough as individuals, and you have to let them know that they are enough, that they aren't defined by the world, and that you are there for them no matter the problem. Now, I'm not saying that they shouldn't have consequences, they should have consequences, they should learn from their mistakes. But they should also have you as their biggest fan, the person who can help them out in the very most difficult of times and who will celebrate them in the best of times. You don't have to be their friend, but you have to be there.
5: Hi there. I'm a mom of a 19-year-old and a 17-year-old. And one of my biggest tips for parents of teenagers is to get comfortable with talking about the uncomfortable stuff early, Uh, sex, drugs, bullying, all of those things need to be addressed as early as possible, age-appropriate, obviously, but it's important to have those open conversations with your kids as soon as possible so that they're comfortable talking about it with you. They understand the ramifications of all of these different things. They know how to spot the signs of different things. It's been very valuable with our kids. And then one other tip that I have is if you have teenagers that are starting to drive, make sure you talk about all the little nuances when it comes to driving, like Don't have your cruise control on when it's raining and don't drive with your hazards on and the left lane is for passing only, things like that because they don't know what they don't know. So it's up to us to tell them all of these things that they would not otherwise know or, you know, find out the hard way or maybe when they're, you know, in their 30s or something because I have plenty of friends that don't know you can't drive uh, in the rain with your cruise control
1: on. So those are my tips. Thank you again to our sponsor, Great Hearts Prairie View. This tuition-free charter school has seats available now for kindergarten through third grade starting this fall. To learn more, go to Great Hearts Prairie View on Facebook or at Great Hearts Prairie View on Instagram.
0: As always, visit fwmoms.com to see the notes from this show, including links to products and content mentioned in this episode. And one more time, just in case you missed it, fwmoms.com. Fort Worth Moms.